0: Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White, and it's the 20th day of February. We are in Mark Chapter 4, and we are beginning Mark Chapter 4 today. Start a new work week. Start a new chapter. We're not really trying to pace anything out in this journey, just seeing where it takes us. And we are now on the latter half of the month of February, the short month in the calendar. And that means that on the 28th, which is not that far away now, just over a week, we'll be doing the essay edition And as we promised last month, we're going to do it wherever we are in the journey. And so it starts to sort of show me in the next several days how deep that we will get. It's probably going to happen somewhere in the middle of Mark chapter 4. And well, well, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to tell because wherever we are, that's where the essay will really try to focus. Today, we arrive at the parable of the sower, one of the most famous teachings by Jesus, I guess outside of the the uh, sermon on the mount the most famous jesus teaching is probably the prodigal son and probably somewhere close to that is the parable of the sower where the sower goes forth to sow seed and sows it on four kinds of ground and you get the parable of the sower uh, in in several different gospel accounts of course we're going to use mark's version and in doing so the best way if you want if you're going to preach this the way that you want to do it is to make sure that you are giving the interpretations of the story at either the explanation, rather, either as you go or you very quickly get to it to avoid getting lost in the weeds on alternate interpretations. What I mean by that is if you read Mark chapter 4, beginning with the, him starting the parable in verse 3, verses 3 through 8 is the parable. Then he talks about the purpose of the parable, And then he explains the parable beginning in verse 13 all the way down through verse 20. So really, if you want to understand the parable the way Jesus meant for it to be understood, you can't simply read the parable. You read the parable and its explanation, which is very rare. Jesus does not always give us a blow-by-blow account or a blow-by-blow explanation for his parables. It's not as if he tells the parable of the prodigal son and then... Later that night, he says to his disciples, now let me tell you, every character in this story, who they represent. uh, He doesn't do that. And he doesn't do that very often. So when he does it, it tells us a number of things. It tells us, first of all, that the audience didn't understand what was going on to the point that they needed so much help with an explanation. It also tells us that There's probably going to be a wrong way to interpret this story, so much so that Jesus needs to give the right way in interpreting this story. Let's read the story in its entirety. I'm going to start with the the intro again, this verse one. And again, he began to teach by the sea, and a great multitude was gathered to him so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea, and the whole multitude was on the land facing the sea. This is a result of Jesus growing fame. And we now have Jesus sitting on the e- in a boat on the edge of the Sea of Galilee facing the shore. And the crowd gathers on the shoreline. And then Jesus uses that water to project his voice across the water. It's probably also the most public place you can be. And not interfere. You, you can't do this in the street, but you can do this on the seaside and people come out to hear him. And he taught them many things by parables and said to them in his teaching. And then it goes into a specific parable. So I told you a moment ago, we we're going to read the whole thing, but I think what we'll do is I just want to, I want to remind you that there is an explanation coming and that's sometimes easy to forget we know that Jesus is going to explain this parable. So whatever explanations we give are going to be trumped by the explanation given by Jesus. But that doesn't mean we can't see things in it. It just means that Jesus was specifically trying to say a certain thing. And we'll get to that as we go. Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow. And it happened as he sowed, that some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds of the air came and devoured it. I want to just stay right here for today's podcast for this reason. We know that we're going to get fullness of all of these characters. We'll get to that. But there's also some things that Mark includes in the way he tells this story that I think give us hints as to the very fullness of the nature of the kingdom of God. For instance, it happened as he sowed that some fell by the wayside because that's what happens as you sow. As you you do what it is you do, and we know that this is the sower is sowing the word, as the word goes out, Some of it's going to fall. It's not all going to land the way you want it to. I know I go in with the best of intentions, but the word doesn't always land where I want it to. And I'm even trying to throw it properly, right into the proper spot. Like, I want this to get through your religious lens or yourself or past your thinking about what you're going to do after church or all the stuff you brought to the table. That's, that's a tall task. I can't do it. And I'm, I don't sometimes realize I can't do it. Um, and then some of it's going to fall by the wayside. But this is the spectacular truth that I think Jesus sneaks in right here. That as it falls by the wayside, the birds of the air come and devour it. Why does he pick birds? Well, because birds eat seed. That's the most obvious reason. But maybe also because birds pass seed. You know, one of the reasons that a tree grows in a field where there was not a tree of that species for yards or feet or miles away is because birds pass seed and they pass it wherever they land or wherever they fly over. And the interesting thing about that in regards to this story is that Jesus doesn't have to say anything about the birds. He could just say some of it falls by the wayside. In other words, some of it just doesn't land where it needs to land, you know? Some of it just doesn't end up making any difference in people's lives. But it's interesting that he puts birds in the story that carry the word that go to and so it tells me that even when it falls, even when you don't think it was it landed where it needed to land, the potential for someone to carry it to some other spot psychologically, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and then it goes to work, is off the charts. So there's no telling how many times the word's been shared. No one really did anything with it. But someone a year later remembered hearing something and they shared it, and then it went to work. You'd have no idea the impact you're making today. Don't judge... The effectiveness of the word, based upon your immediate surroundings, there may be a bird that carries it two fields over. That's an interesting thought. Toy with that today. We'll be back into the next version of Ground on tomorrow's podcast. See you then. God bless.